You're listening to Crunch Time. The Zito Power Tools. German design quality and innovation powering DIYers. All day, every day. Visit Berwick GWM Havel and test drive the GWM Canon CC. Part of the Berwick Motor Group. Wins free kick, handballs to the running Scholl. Scholl draws a man, then feeds Laird. Laird puts it up. Where's Walker? Looking for number 10. Here he is. Oh yes, it was party time yesterday at Adelaide Oval. The Crows 27-12, 174, defeating the Eagles 8-4-52. A 122-point win, if you don't mind. Welcome back to Crunch Time for Ozito powering DIYers all day, every day at Bunnings. I mean, milestone matches. Ten goals. Yes, it was the your biggest snap. hole of your career. Yep. Well done, Taylor Walker. Well done, Tex Walker. He's a beautiful kick of the footy, and he's having a fantastic year. And in the next couple of weeks, conversations will begin or ramp up with his management and the club, and he'll play on next year. And I would have said two years ago, there's no way that he's playing in 2024. But he's um. He's part of an Adelaide forward line, which is looking pretty dangerous at the moment. And he's playing some good footy. Having said that, though, what do we make of the Eagles now? Is there an is like is there an integrity issue? Because you look at Taylor Walker, he's now joint leading the Coleman medal with Charlie Kernow and Jeremy Cameron. I think they play the Eagles again. I mean, yesterday the Crows added 11% to their percentage. Is this a broader conversation now around the Eagles and just how they're distorting the competition a little bit? Well, you'd certainly like to be playing them twice in the fixture, wouldn't you? Yes. That's the big thing. And I think the Bombers have got North twice also. Now, they got away with one. But if you look at the Bombers, it could be the reason that they sneak into the eight. Now, that's also the fixtures based on where you finished the previous year. So you'll always get someone like that. But it's tough for Geelong. Their fixture is incredibly difficult. It's a... It's an interesting one, isn't it, Sarah? Because if it was the Gold Coast or the Giants who, you know, in inverted commas, the AFL control, uh, they'd be on the phone daily, wouldn't they? Mm. I'm not sure how the relationship sits with West Coast and the AFL because West Coast are such a powerful team. But if you look on it at face value, you would be asking questions of them because I think more broadly, we as football-loving people and having an involvement in the game and knowing how clubs structure up and so forth have so many questions about why they've done certain things with some of their ageing players and recontracting them for long periods of time, I would imagine, on high-level high level money, and they just don't play. So, you know, the value of their team out on the field each week is perhaps 50% of their cap. Now, you can't compete with that because if you look at other teams, you need your good players to get paid a lot to play a lot for you to win. But they're just not that. And off the top of my head, can you tell me a free agent or a player that they've really attracted back home in recent times? Like Tim Kelly's the only one. Yeah. He wasn't a free agent, but they, no, they, just, they gave up a lot for him. Didn't they? But if we look at who Frio have been able to bring into their team in recent times, they've had players that have, have gone there. Yeah, Elliot Yo a few years ago. Yes, a but that's a long Brisbane. time, isn't it? Yeah. Look, we're talking they haven't the last... needed to, though, have they? Because they've no. had players on their list that were they've been a... successful. Yes, but they've been a, a very poor performing team for is this year four of it. Not or year three. 20, more, yeah, the last two years especially. But yeah, they, we went over, they haven't made the finals, have they? In COVID, they were, they were no good in COVID. And um, that's 2020. That's, that's the fourth season. We're yeah. up to four years of poor performance. And Adelaide aren't top of the ladder. 
we spoke about Hawthorne's form earlier. It was 120 points. What do you think, Sarah? I think it's a really difficult time for Adam Simpson in particular. I know he's contracted until the end of next season. No, but no, that no was a season after. The season after, sorry. Mm. This was the biggest defeat in his 10-year stewardship of the club. And he was asked post-match if the season was just getting too draining and this was his response. I get asked that a bit. Uh, yeah, it's draining, but I'm, I'm, I signed up for this. This is what we... we look, tonight's not part of the plan. So don't, I don't even think that's acceptable. But we knew we are going to take a couple of steps back before we can get forward. So unfortunately, that combined with 25 available, 24 available, was... It's pretty hard to, to be competitive, um, but we, we don't want to accept tonight. So we'll talk about Adam Simpson specifically a bit later on, but he was without defenders Jeremy McGovern, Tom Barras, Liam Duggan was suspended, Shannon Hearn and Josh Rotham. Then Jake Waterman was a late withdrawal with Gastro. So how much can he really do when Tex Walker's playing forward and the ball's coming in like it was? And Tex Walker had four opponents, Sarah. You know, Rhett Bazo, Elliot Yo, Alex Witherden, and then Oscar Allen. So they're trying to shuffle the magnets, but there's only so many magnets that he has at his disposal. Yeah, but then I'd say they've been injured for three years. Yeah. So what have you done from a high performance and preparation well, point Well, that's of beyond view? the coach then, isn't it? That's the club. That's the CEO down to the list manager. Well, down it's still to the a coach. Fitness. Yeah, but it's still the coach. I know the buck stops with the coach, yeah. but we all know that footy clubs are more than just the senior coach. Oh, as no, well. no, no. No, they are. But the coach is the most important part in all of this. Yeah. Yeah. When I look at their list, and we did this a few weeks ago, and you look at who they've got contracted for next year, they really don't have much room to move. Who's going to want Andrew Gaff, who's out of contract at the end of next year? Um, you know, Nick Natanui isn't going to play for the rest of this year, and you, there's no certainty he's going to play at all. Again, we don't know what's going and to happen with these Achilles. for next year for next also. Year, for next year as well. Jeremy McGovern's out of contract this year, and Damien Barrett's reported that he's likely to sign a two-year deal. Why would they sign him on a two-year deal? I don't understand that. So what, um, yeah, what mechanics a- do they have to reshape their list in the way that Hawthorne have done with uh, leaving Mitchell and O'Meara out. And it's hard to see what they can do in the next 12 months. I know they're going to try to get young, but they've got players who are contracted. I would say that every (laughs) club, the climb back starts with brave decisions and big decisions. And we Mm. saw that with Hawthorne last year. And we've seen it with other clubs over the journey. When yeah. Clarkson was coach as That's well, right. even though it didn't Can, work. Do we think of one brave decision that they've made from a list management point of view? Mm. Or have they just gone with the status quo for far too long? Well, they'll lose. I mean, you'd, you'd imagine that Luke Shuey retires, Shannon Hearn retires. That opens up two list spots. They'll get pick one in um, unless they want to trade that out and get a suite of first-round picks, which wouldn't be the worst move. Agree. A risky move if you lose a generational player, but you might get a crack at two or three others. And that can sort of reboot your list as well. But it's a position this club yeah. hasn't been in but, to this extent mm. ever, really. They, I think they finished last in about 2010, and then they were playing in a grand final again, what, four years after that? They've been able to bounce. I think that's harder to do now. But even, Why? Why do you think it's harder to do now? I just think the competition becomes more even year on year. Apart from West Coast at the moment. Yeah, apart from West yeah. Coast. I mean, we're talking about Hawthorne beating just the results. I mean, as equalisation keeps going and so forth, it gets harder and harder. Um and that, that'll be their, their challenge in that regard. But if we look even, Tom, if they do trade pick one for a suite of picks, mm. let's look at Port Adelaide. Uh, I mean, I think Butters and Rosie are really driving them. I think they were drafted at the end of 2018. So that's five years ago. Along yeah. with Saviour Dersma. Yeah, yeah, and that's a fi- that's been a five year. They've been good players for a while now. But now it's really that they're driving the success of this team, along with others. 
but it's not a next year or the year after uh, deal, is it? It's lucky they're a strong club, though. They're financially stable. Yes. They've got a lot of members, a lot of supporters. So unlike the comparisons that have been made with Melbourne a decade ago or Fitzroy in the Fitzroy, 1990s, exactly. they're, yeah. they're, a, they're an extremely stable football club <laughs> off the field.